0: Welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 84, The Meaning of Wellness. Hi again, everyone. This is Shelley Royale, registered dietitian, nutritionist, the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast and founder of Real World Nutrition. This week's episode is the first of four in a series that I'll have over this next month about wellness, the meaning of wellness, and different components of wellness. So make sure you follow the show here on your favorite podcast app, and that way you'll get all four episodes over the next four weeks. So as I said, this is the first of part part one of four parts that will be dropping this next couple weeks, next month. And I am first addressing the meaning of wellness. We use this word a lot, but really, let's take a closer look is what does wellness mean? Now, there are many aspects of wellness: physical, emotional, spiritual, social, environmental, and several more. Now there is an agreement that wellness does take many forms and has many components, and there isn't necessarily an agreement among wellness professionals as to how many components there are, and really that isn't as important as to how many they are, but acknowledging the different ones and how we can address them in our lives. From my perspective, as a dietitian, a health professional, I am armed with the knowledge, education, and experience to help people with their physical wellness. And this includes nutrition, their diet, and again, diet is just an overall pattern of eating, not necessarily a restrictive thing. It also includes physical activity, exercise, stress management, and importantly, preventative measures to help reduce disease risk. Now, stress management does have some overlap in other areas of wellness, but the focus that I have is on the physical part of stress management. As a lot of people don't realize, stress management does have a nutrition and physical activity component, and it is important. So first, let's address what is wellness. Well, by definition, Wellness is a state of being in good health and is actively sought. So this doesn't mean that there's an absence of illness, but actually being in good health and attempting to maintain good health. Now, I just want to unpack this a bit more. So wellness is a state of being in good health. So being in good health could be the absence of disease, or actively managing it. A lot of people aren't necessarily sick, but they aren't feeling their best day to day. So many people go about their day feeling okay. They get through their day. They may have some minor aches, pains, or feel run down, but attribute that to getting older or just being busy. A lot of us do have very active calendars, very full calendars, and many people have no idea that they could feel so much better with some tweaks to their lifestyle and still have the same commitments and busy schedules as before. So this is not saying that they have to cut things out of their life on their schedule. They can address some things in their wellness that can help them feel more vigor Now, wellness is a state of being in good health that is actively sought. So actively sought means that we are ensuring that we are managing or reducing disease risk by doing something, some action daily or regularly to maintain good health. So this includes choosing healthier food options, choosing to move more with planned exercise, or even Just taking the stairs instead of the elevator, and taking preventive measures such as getting some routine health screenings and not using tobacco. Wellness is not the pursuit of perfection, as if there is such a thing when it comes to health. I've had people say, I want my numbers to be perfect, I want this to be perfect, and I don't know what that means. Wellness is outsmarting our genetics, our environment, and the easy to adopt less than healthy habits. And when I say outsmarting our genetics, lots of us have a genetic predisposition for certain health conditions, certain diseases, but that doesn't mean it is definitely going to happen. Now, wellness is a choice that also requires action. So people say it's hard. Eating healthy is hard. Exercising regularly is hard. Quitting smoking is hard. Lots of things are hard. I bet most of us were frustrated when we were trying to make those first steps when we were toddlers, so that way we could come more mobile become more mobile. and we were transitioning from infancy to toddlerhood. Boy, we wanted to explore that world. We wanted to get up and get moving. And even though we kept falling down, most of us persisted and were walking shortly afterwards. I know I've had some frustrating experiences. I, when I was a teenager and I was learning to drive a stick shift or the manual transmission that we don't find anymore, especially on those hills. But you know what? I wanted to drive. The car that I had access to was a stick shift. Not only did I learn how to do it, I mastered it and even taught some of my friends how to drive a stick shift back then. Lots of things in life are hard. Giving up is easy. We need to do things every day to maintain our health, but we take it for granted. We do it because it is for our health. We brush our teeth, we shower, we wash our hands. Most people I know don't give up doing it because we didn't brush our teeth perfectly. Our hands will get dirty again. It'd be silly to just stop doing that because we didn't brush our teeth perfectly. Or we have to wash our hands again, so why do it now? But people give up on a regular exercise routine or eating healthier, because why? They have to do it every day. They have to do it again. Yes, we are busy. And who isn't? This is our life today, being busy. We have full schedules. But is this being busy, is it for things that are really important, things we must do, or is it just busy work? It's likely both. Consider how much time is wasted every day day, doing things that we don't need to do. I'm not going to call anyone out, but really, you know what those time wasters are in your life. And why should we worry about this physical wellness anyway? People have challenged me on this one. They questioned me about extending their lives. Why do I want to live longer? (laughs) I have no illusion that I'm going to help people live longer when we address their wellness and the nutrition aspects of wellness. And is living longer the point? Perhaps it is for you. Perhaps it is for some people. Or is it living healthier longer? That's my goal is I want those last three to five years to be healthy, not or somebody where I'm dependent on somebody. I promise that if they take on some of these wellness goals, if we take on some wellness goals that I help people with, we address them regularly, most people will have a healthier life. So as I said, this means in those last 5, 10, 15 years, how do you want to live active and independent or sitting and having someone else help you go to the bathroom? I've seen the latter all the time. People are not able to do things on their own, and it can last for years. And I don't want to be that person. I know a lot of people don't want to be that person. I want to be able to stand up from a chair on my own. I want to be the person who's hard to chase down rather than waiting for for somebody to visit me every few days. And I know lots of people want that. No, it's likely you will still get sick. I will still get sick because that's how life goes. But reducing that chance and addressing it in the early stages is so much better mentally, emotionally, financially, and physically rather than waiting for it to take over and be the sole focus of our day-to-day living. So as we have a chronic health issue, is that all we're focused on? Or are we able to manage it in the context of our overall life? So here's the example. Catching a cancer diagnosis at stage one or even stage zero has a much better outcome than finding it in stage three or four. So this is part of wellness, that physical wellness of getting checked, having screenings, getting things addressed early. So I tell people, including myself, Don't avoid wellness. Embrace it. Feel better doing it. What I ask you is, what does wellness mean to you? I went through some definitions here, but think about what does wellness mean to you? What's your biggest wellness question and your biggest wellness challenge? Email me or message me using the link in the show notes. Let me know what you think about this. And as I said at the beginning, I invite you to join me for the next three weeks for parts two, three, and four of this wellness series. Next week in episode 85, I'll address emotional wellness and social wellness. Now, wellness is also real world nutrition. That's it for this week's episode. I am looking forward to completing the series and having your feedback on what you think of wellness. You all take care. Bye for now.